following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour on Unity FM 93.5. My name is Kathleen Rochnagi. I'm the host with you this evening and we're live in the studio. Welcome to all our listeners. Welcome to our listeners in Luton who are listening to us on 105.1. If you'd like to ring in, our number as usual is 0121-772-8892 and our email is studio at unityfm.net. We're here in this lovely, bright, sunny studio, mashallah, having experienced a lovely sunny day and I hope everybody is feeling good and able to enjoy themselves today. Alhamdulillah that it was so sunny and so good and such lovely weather and we're having the spring coming is really uh, energetic and being energetic and inspiring, it's sometimes good for us to to try to make uh, goals for ourselves or look and see what we want to do about our well-being, our own health and where, what changes do we need to make in our lives, inshallah, so that we can be there and be more appreciative of this nice weather and take on board activities, etc. So in the studio today, I've got my guest speaker, Dr. Aram. Welcome, Dr. Aram. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullah. So I'll just, uh, I don't think you, we heard that very well, Dr. Erm. So we're in the studio today. Welcome, Dr. Erm, to, uh, to us. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Walaikum salam rahmatullah. And I'm going to talk to Dr. Erm in a little bit about um, health, because we really would like our listeners to know more about how can they be looking after their health, inshallah, when it is especially in these bright sunny days to avail of the springtime and to be outdoors more and look after themselves what should they be doing so maybe before we go into the health issues and and everything and giving people a little time to tune into what we're talking about today we just ask you maybe what is a typical day for you what is your day like a busy doctor yes. tell us a little bit about yourself Michelle. okay um so kathleen i'm a gp in birmingham mm-hmm. um i've been doing it now for over seven years Mashallah. and uh, alhamdulillah i love it i really Great. do i love my patients you know uh, you learn so much from each other really mm-hmm. they, uh, mm-hmm. and they become eventually become your friends more than your mm-hmm. patients um, so uh, it is a very bu- busy job and mm-hmm. I can just tell you what I was what I've done basically yesterday so Mondays tend to be busy and um, so in the morning got up uh, uh, I, in, I did a home visit before doing my morning surgery All right then I did my morning surgery. And was this an emergency it home a, visit? Yeah, it was an emergency home visit. Mm. So um, uh, before starting morning surgery, I'd gone and done this home visit. Then I vis- um, I um, did my morning surgery. Then after that, um, we have to we have a list of people we have to phone back, let's say if they're ill on the day and mm-hmm. they need mm-hmm. some ad- telephone advice, so then we phone them back. So then phone them back, sign some lots of prescriptions, etc. Then um, after doing that, after the end of my morning surgery, I went to a meeting, so a medical meeting. GPs have to keep up to date. Of course. They have to um, uh, attend a regular continuing professional development. So I attended a medical meeting on medical ethics for an Mm. hour. Then before starting my evening shift, um, I did another home visit. Mm. Um, Came back to surgery, documented everything. carried out some action that mm-hmm. points that mm-hmm. I had to from each of the home visit and then um, 
um, I did my evening surgery um, with an extra emergency patient. So it's a very busy day. I was home by about 8 o'clock oh. in the evening. So, yeah, it, it can be very tough. I mean, that that was a very busy day. But yeah. uh, in general, I'm sort of home 7 or 8. Right. So you don't, never know what you expect in these home visits. So that must be very stressful really in the morning time waking up getting that phone call I suppose when the phone goes off you you take a deep breath and think what's at the other end of the phone yes absolutely you don't uh, I mean that's also the beauty of general practice it Mm. keeps you very busy Mm -hmm. Um, it keeps you interested because you don't know what's going to come in next is it going Mm. to be a baby is it an old person is it a young person you don't know and what sort of pathology what sort of illnesses that they have and so um, you know sometimes you don't know you mm-hmm. know, we're all humans. Uh, yeah. we, no one's perfect, and and so if you find something that you don't know, you go back and l- read about it, and then you can go and uh, investigate your, um, you know, your patients some more. So yeah, it, it can be very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So does does that cause a, a lot of stress? Do you think, or is that something the excitement, and that's why people go into medicine to become a doctor because this excitement, this buzz, yeah. this adrenaline, and yeah. so you're not just helping the patient, but it's also that I never know what's happening next, sure. and that yes, it mm. is. It, it is. It, it's just a, a bonus mm. with it you mm-hmm. know, you could, because you don't know. Um, uh, what I mean, different fields are different. So yeah. you know, a cardiologist yeah. would be interested in their field. Yeah. But general practice is the kind of thing where you just don't know what's coming yeah. coming in. But equally, it can be very stressful because yes. um, it's uh, the clinical content contact is actually the fun bit and the mm. easy bit. But it's behind all the paperwork and bureaucracy mm. that you have to do. That's very difficult mm. um, uh, to keep on top of. But you do manage. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just very important for everybody, for whether you're in the medical profession or not, just to, uh, you know, monitor your stress levels. And mm-hmm. when you find that, you know, it's getting a bit too much to step back a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And in a way, it kind of reminds me, I, I was a nurse and a midwife, and this kind of not knowing what's in the end of the phone reminds me of uh, when I was in A&E, mm-hmm. or casualty, we called it. And you never know what's coming through the door. So it could be so quiet and nothing happening. And then when the hospital was on call, just you don't know where you're going to put all the patients and you never know what's going to happen with with anyone or what kind of patient is going to come through the door and that you're on nerve all the time mm-hmm. so that is very stressful situation mm-hmm. very and everybody I suppose responds to stress in a, a little bit differently some people feel that as a challenge mm-hmm. and for others that might be a bit more stressful mm-hmm. so, so we don't all go through things like that we don't all go through daily lives what would it be that um your patients would co- would you in your Experience. What do you think your patients would suffer stress? Because we all do suffer from stress, but they they wouldn't have it the intensity as you sure. would have, or as medical people would have it all of the time. I, I, I don't know, but it varies. Per, mm. You know, um, there are equally stressful jobs. You know, and, and people take stress um, in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I when patients present with stress-related symptoms, sometimes they don't realise that they're actually stressed. So. Mm. They would come with, you know, if uh, with elevated blood pressure, or uh, they would come with um, headaches, frequent headaches, or loss of appetite, or even weight gain, or feeling tired all the time. So yeah. they would come with non-specific um, symptoms um, mm. uh, of uh, what it, you know, uh, of of what what it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. So when a patient presents like that, what we do is we, you know, we examine, take a history and 
find out what's going on and then examine them thoroughly and investigate them as well thoroughly and mm. Based on that, we then, uh, uh, based on our findings, once you know, if we, we we're reassured that everything is normal, and we also address you know their psychological aspect. Yeah, so you know yeah. their um, their stress and um, uh, to ask, we ask them about stress and their home environment and work and mm-hmm. and things like that, and eventually it does come out that you know yes you know they they they're unhappy at home maybe in their marital life mm-hmm. or they there's some st- stress with you know family or with um at work you know there may be um there you know eventually it does sort of um it, it does come out and and they and it's funny that something so where you you know that that something um, can manifest itself in such many different ways when it is really just a psych it may be just a psychological problem and it and and they don't know how to deal with mm, it mm. and that must be hard if a patient is in front of you and complaining maybe of tiredness for example and you have to distinguish well is it because she was up all night with the children or the a child is teething or is it because she's got a medical condition mm-hmm. at a uh, thyroid problem for mm-hmm. example i know there's a lot of other mm-hmm. medical conditions conditions or or is it because of something else so mm-hmm. that's really really hard when sometimes patients don't come forward mm-hmm. with all the information so how do you manage to kind of find out mm-hmm. I think time is also the best healer, you know. Yeah. They um I remember one particular case where a lady who presented to A and E on you know, accident and emergency numerous occasions with headaches mm-hmm. and uh, nobody could figure out what it was. Her sc- she even had a CT scan and it was normal. And then it wasn't until I sat down and I said, "Look, what what's going on now? What's going on in your home life?" Mm-hmm. And it was then that she, you know, divulged that she was having some family problems, and it and it was actually that that was causing the headaches. And it was only until those family problems were resolved mm-hmm. that she was actually, you know, the the headaches disappeared, oh. completely vanished. Wow! And were they were those headaches kind of taking over her life completely? Yes, completely. So much so that she had to present to the accident and emergency several times. Yes. All right. Wow. So. If there is somebody listening in this evening with headaches um, and has symptoms like that, what kind of advice would you give them? Yeah. Um, it's very difficult and, and, and until you see the of patient. Of course, of course. Um, I'm sorry putting yeah, you on the spot no, like no this. You know, you know, and, uh, our listeners should know that, yeah. you know, Dr. Arm can't diagnose <laughs> over the, <laughs> the radio like this. Yeah, or telepathically. But yeah. um, basically, um, I would uh, ask them to consult their doctor um, mm-hmm. to, um, to, you know, to have a blood prep their blood pressure check to be examined oh. as well to make sure that there isn't any other serious causes of of, um, of headaches and um, I'd also recommend them to have an eye test to, to make oh. sure yeah. it's not um, you know to do with her, their reading or yeah. you know um, uh, that their vision has uh, deteriorated in any way mm-hmm. so I'd advise them to first go through through that and to see their GP to be examined that would be the best um, thing mm-hmm. but if they obviously if they're having headaches where it's the worst headache of their life and you know they're feeling very unwell they should go to um, um, the accident emergency or see their GP as, mm. uh, as soon as possible. 
Okay, so that's really good advice and we're going to ponder a little bit around that advice as we go into a nasheed because, you know, I love the way you started off with looking at at, and breaking it down and looking at your eyesight because uh, I know I'm due an eye test with a long time now. I keep putting it off and I can see I'm getting, I need to, some of my glasses need to be upgraded that they're not as good as what they were. But I still put the, those things off and we have a tendency to put them off. Oh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put on in a sheet where listeners can think uh, a little bit about themselves and, and just take a moment to themselves. So I hope everybody enjoyed this nasheed, inshallah. I pray to God, my heart, soul, and body, every single day of my life with every breath, I solemnly promise to try to live my life for you, oh love, you did revive my soul and shone your light into my heart, so please Now I know how it's like to have a precious love in my life. Now I know how it feels to finally be at peace inside. I wish that everybody Say could never be enough You gave me strength To overcome my uncertainties And stand firm against all the odds You are the one Who did revive my soul You shone your light into my heart So pleasing you Is now my only goal Oh, I love you so I love you so Now I know how it's like to have your precious love in my life. Now I know how it feels to finally be at peace inside. I wish that everybody knew how amazing it feels to love you. I wish that My life, my days, my nights, my wealth, 
prayers are for you. My love, my life, my days, my nights, my wealth, my prayers are for you. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back after that lovely Nasheed. I love you so from Maher Zain and the album it comes from is Forgive Me. And I think that has helped me to de-stress over the last minute or two minutes listening to this lovely Nasheed. Alhamdulillah, just give me the right moment to de-stress and take a breather and reflect on myself and reflect on what I've been doing today and how my day has turned out and what little things have kind of wound me up a little bit that I can, why am I so wound up and why can't I just take a few deep breaths and, and relax a little bit so alhamdulillah this has helped me to calm down we're here in the studio um, with Dr. Aram on Parenting Hour and we're talking about stress today and talking about how it affects us and the patients that, that she sees so she's going to talk a little bit more about stress and the effects on the body and uh, what we should do so um, Dr. Aram what would a patient do if, if a patient was um, coming to you suffering a little bit with headaches or a bit of stress? What advice would you give them? I mean, first, uh, ruling out any physical causes, so any anything that could be wrong um, internally that, that would require treatment. So that would be my first priority, to rule, rule that out. But from a, a mental health point of view, um, just to talk to them, to ask them, uh, you know, to ask them a bit about about what's um, uh, about what's going on in their personal life and or professional life that that could be causing the stress. Yeah. Now, let's say we've identified that this person is stru- suffering with stress. Um, the NHS Choices website they've got fantastic articles on how to address um, stress. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's also the NHS Living Well. Um, uh, uh, section which is really good for for things about your health and m- minor ailments and your diet and exercise etc so uh, the first thing that I, I usually encourage um, patients um, to do is to try and take control of the situation um, and uh, to after discussing this stressful situation with them you know to look at how they these can be addressed so taking control um, of the situation to actually look at how to reduce their stress to maybe look at exercise. Right. Uh, Dr. Nick Carville, he's a health promotion consultant, and he um, one of the quotes that he uh, he gives is is if if exercise was a pill, it would be the most cost effective drugs ever invented. 
So by exercising, you can boost your self-esteem, your mood, quality of your sleep and your energy. It also uh, reduces stress and and symptoms of depression and even dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's re- yeah, it's recommended to do about 150 minutes per week. 150 minutes of, of, of exercise. Of exercise. So that week. means going to the gym or would that mean could be walking? walking, swimming, going mm-hmm. to the gym. Um, you could also, inc- even though uh, yoga can be low impact, but you can also inc- include yoga or exercise classes, dance classes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more vigorous, the better, really. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, it's just as as, f- as much as your body can really um, handle to maybe slowly challenge yourself as well. But by exercising, you reduce your risk of also major illnesses such as heart disease and diabetes, even cancer, by as much as 50%. You can really? Re- that yes. much? 50%? That's, yeah. So you're saying 150 minutes, is that right, what that's you recommend? Right. So that's a little bit less than two hours Absolutely, per week. Yeah. So if we cut that down to, you know, 15, 20 minutes a day, so, yeah. wow. Or, you know, half an hour mm. uh, a day. And, you know, uh, part of reduce addressing stress is also to share, you know, um, share your problem, sharing a problem, you know, um, uh, uh, you know with somebody so connecting with mm. your friends and if you fi- you know if you have lower se- self esteem and you you can't go out to um you know you don't feel like going out maybe finding a friend that could you could go to the gym with or mm-hmm. go swimming with mm-hmm. or go for a walk with every day or go with your husband or your children mm-hmm. to the park um every day um for half an hour um, so challenging yourself would be uh, a way to reduce stress and also to look at me time. I think we, mm. you know, especially with, like you mentioned before, young mothers, mm. um, uh, they're so busy looking after their children and yeah. Yeah, young children and their families that they don't have time for themselves. Yeah. And so you tend to put everybody before yourself, you know, when you really shouldn't be neglecting your, your yourself. Otherwise, you there, there wouldn't be anything. You basically the things that you put out, um, you give out to people. You know the quality of it would be reduced by yeah. if you're not looking after yourself. That is true. We often say this to our mothers. You know, if if you become ill, who's going to look after your children? So mm. it's not being selfish, taking a bit of time for yourself and looking after yourself in the whole sense, like what we're saying, the physical and the emotional and psychological caring for ourselves mm. and making sure that we're not stressed because in the end we have that responsibility to our children so we need to take those little snippets out for a day or if we find that the elastic band is pulling in all directions stretching Mm -hmm. us how can we pull back a little bit and where can we find some time to to de-stress ourselves and some mothers you know they have disabled children Mm -hmm. and that can be particularly challenging so I you know particularly recommend that they um, take time out for themselves go to a gym or um, in the mornings or when uh, somebody can or when somebody can watch their child so that they can go and and have um, uh, you know uh, you know uh, have some time to themselves and also it's a you know social gathering there are local gyms in Birmingham Mm. uh, women only gyms Mm -hmm. where you know women get together with their friends and they they exercise together and then they go you know they use the sauna and they you know relax and pamper themselves and then they get they go back home to their daily routine so mm-hmm. it's a good way to socialise with yep. um, yes, people. And to be out of the house a little bit and not always... And you feel a bit more energetic when you come back to the house, then the housework yeah. is not 
as daunting no. as what it was before you went out you can actually you have you're more energy to go through it and whisk through it and do yeah, the things that absolutely. you need to yes and um, mm. things like um, you know if you have any unhealthy habits if you can address them particularly smoking you know so um, mm. some people say oh I'm stressed and that's why I, I smoke cigarettes so um, uh, and uh, it's not the actual cigarette that's de-stressing de them it's the actual time out that they're taking to go outside to have a cigarette that's actually calming mm -hmm. them down so um, to address stress you know we also recommend to avoid unhealthy habits yeah. um, such as smoking alcohol mm -hmm. intake drug misuse you know if people are, uh, are taking any form of you know, mm. cannabis or any um, other illicit drugs. Um, also, unhealthy habits could also include junk food, you know, oh. because they're full of saturated fat and salt, yeah. so um, or um, sugar. Mm. So um, that again wouldn't wouldn't exactly help. You know, mm. if you're trying to have a healthy outlook, what you're putting inside isn't. Um, uh, you know, it does matter. So healthy food. You know, for your five a day fruit and bread, etc. Uh, what advice there could you give people that are really, really busy working and and they come home and they're very tired and stressed and the last thing they want to do is start cooking and they think, OK, I just grab something on the way home, which is maybe that fish and chips that they shouldn't be having. Wh what advice can you give them really around healthy yeah, eating? It's, I mean, it's every I think every household suffers with the same thing mm. you're so busy, or working households where you're so busy and you don't know you know, you've got to go home and you're so tired and you just don't want to prepare anything it's all about preparation though mm. you need to be prepared um, and have um, your, you know um, ha have, have in the back of your mind what set menu you want for the week mm. and uh, prepare accordingly and make things you know um, easy for you just because you're eating healthily it doesn't mean that you have to um, you know you have to eat uh, you know uh, unappealing food mm -hmm. so um, just keep at yourself a menu from beforehand and just preparation Okay, and we're going to come back a bit more about that after the break and talk more about healthy eating and what um, people should be doing to prepare themselves for healthy eating and looking at